wandering after him and the brothers. Three years of persecution and turmoil and upset. Finally, we're here. Three years ago, my family, when I decided to go with him, they go, what, are you crazy? You have a job, you have a family. And this guy, he does some magic trick with that thing with the nets and the fish and and you leave all this and you go leave us and go with him? Yeah, you waste your life. It'll never last. You'll be back. Well, look at me now, family. <laughs> Success. I knew it would pay off. Jesus is about to get the recognition he deserves. So am I. A we. So are we. I can see it now. Petra Ministries. <laughs> Name recognition. I could see a lecture circuit. I could see logos everywhere. T-shirts, keychains, chariot stickers. <laughs> Product placement on palm leaves. Wow, these are great ideas. Uh, where's the where's the quill and papyrus when you need it? This is not the end. This is just the beginning. With all the people coming to Jerusalem, there's great opportunity. Oh, this is going to be an exciting week. Let's see. We could have a, a meet and greet in the temple. Jesus could get to know the merchants a little bit. And then on, on Thursday, maybe a, an insider's dinner, followed by an informal Q&A from the press, maybe in a garden nearby. And then on Friday, oh, that's the biggest day of all. On Friday, everybody will be there cheering, carrying on. I mean, we could, we could have the old guys from the Sanhedrin can take part, and, and the Romans, yeah, that'd be a good idea. And oh, how about Pontius Pilate? Wow, he could get to know Jesus. He could even interview Jesus. Oh, that would be great. I could see it now. Pontius Pilate opens for Jesus at the rally. Oh. Well, i got to figure out how we can put all these people together. We have a big rally, a lot of excitement, a lot of cheering, maybe a parade, and we could get the people work to a fever pitch, and when they were, we could process out of the city to accommodate the size of the crowd. And then, then we could go to a hill somewhere where they would be high enough so everyone could see, and at the fever pitch, when everything is at its highest excitement of level, they could raise him up. The Messiah has arrived. Well, I better get going. I've got to find that reporter from the Jerusalem Times. He's had some questions. I've got to work up some answering points. Waste my life? More like I just found it. Thank you, Peter.
Have you ever thought about that on this Palm Sunday when we're so eager, we're so ready, we're blessing Easter baskets, we've got egg hunts, and we're, we're, we're ready to just go right through this week. But think about that for just a moment. The change that the disciples must have seen in what will unfold this week. All of those things that he thought about, that he dreamt about, most of them actually came to pass other than the souvenirs and the product placement, right? But the, yeah, the time at the temple with the merchants, the insider's meal, the Q&A in the garden, the parade, the shouts, the journey to a hill where the Messiah would be lifted up. All of that is ahead, and none of it is as expected. I got to thinking about that because on this side of the resurrection where we live and breathe and rejoice, even on days like today, it's easy to forget how easy it is to get that wrong, to get wrong what Jesus is up to, to, get, to miss the point of what Jesus is doing, to think that somehow Jesus, like the disciples must have felt, when He finally gets His recognition, it will all be great for us. <laughs> Jesus isn't about great for me. Jesus is about forgiving the world. Coming to the place where life isn't what I expected, but what it can only be because of who He is. As I think about that, it reminded me, actually, this might sound a bit odd, but it reminded me of my GPS. Right? One of my favorite things about my GPS is a thing that I often don't get to hear. Because most of the time when I'm following directions on my GPS, I get tired of listening to the directions. And when I get to the point where I think I got it, I just turn that thing off and I'm like, all right, now we're fine. I can, I can handle it from here, right? Have you been to that place? You're like, okay, I know where I am now and I know where I'm going. So just, uh, you can just keep your comments to yourself. I'll take it from the, for the rest of the way, right? And so I, most of the time I just turn it off and most of the time we get there because we do know kind of where we're going. We know what we're headed. We know what we're working on. But occasionally that doesn't work out so well. I'm going to just kind of tease that out because I guarantee you that's going to come up in another sermon down the, ride, down the road. That tendency that we have to think God can get us so far. <laughs> and then we can say, thanks God, I'll take it from here. But if you stay the course with your GPS, there's a beautiful gift at the end. When you pull into that parking spot right in front of the door 
or when you drive by the door because there aren't any parking spots right beside it and you keep going. But when you get to that point that you were going to, your GPS, at least if it's like mine, uh, a nice uh, British voice will say, you've arrived. You've arrived. You've arrived. I remember the first time I heard that, I, I kind of was like, yeah, all right, we made it. It's good. Because to arrive is what we're looking for. Dear friends, this day, Palm Sunday, with the parade, with the praise, with all the stuff that was there, with the shouts of Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, with the very rocks crying out, praise to Jesus, the disciples followed, and they must have heard that GPS say, you've arrived. This is what you've been waiting for. This is what you've been looking for. And Peter so, so brilliantly told us, this is, finally I've arrived through all of the sideways glances through all of the questions and all of the doubts, through all of the debate about whether this was the right thing or the wrong thing, now we're here. But the reality is if we turn off the GPS here, we're just a bit early, aren't we? And we won't quite get to the new life that God has in store for us and for all. Those insider gatherings and rallies and shouts and cheers, the lifting up of Jesus doesn't look at all like the disciples must have felt. Does it look like we understand? Is it the destination we're going for? Or will you have another experience I've had before? Will you get to a new place and your GPS says you've arrived and you'll look around and say, here? (laughs) This is it? Dear friends, follow to the end. Follow through Thursday, through Friday, through the darkness of the tomb to the brightness of a new day. Not one that says, you've gotten what you wanted. But one that says, new life has come. It's arrived. And it's for you. Amen.